Hey guys, you're listening to Talk Away. Okay, so the uh, next question posted by Tayeba is uh, how does a marriage last in such an era? <laughs> Ooh, I'm not even married yet. How can I? <laughs> I don't know. Based your experiences whatever you've seen in life what do you think yeah. I think um, okay marriage I can change that word marriage mm. into relationship okay, I guess okay fair enough yeah. I think nowadays is that <clears throat> it's how to how to how to how to have a last time mm. I feel like no matter what in, in the end of the day you have to be Coming back to the first first question that we talked about is that you have to paint your own canvas. Right. You know, you have to know enough about yourself to 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 sit down and say like this is what I want for myself, and to have another person that is able to to understand not only to understand and but to accept and to work towards it together. Right. I think that is something that a lot of relationships might be lacking. I wouldn't say all relationships are lacking in that, but might be, you know, because I realized that, you know, a lot of, um, some people, they tend to feel like, okay, uh, if I were to work and I don't have time to spend with this person, am I not loving her enough? That kind of feeling. And recently I realized that if a person that is mature enough to understand that you do not have to spend every single of your every single second of your life together, yeah. and for, even from a distance, you know that you are still in love with each other. You're still able to communicate effectively together, yeah. like mm-hmm. adults. That these things become secondary. This this trivial fights become secondary, and you don't have to come back to a home where you feel like, oh shit, I have already struggle so much during my work I have to handle my boss my subordinates and mm. whatnot then you come back home you have to find another argument with another person it's like just because the person didn't didn't um, spend enough time with yeah. you the kind of feeling because I realized that when I was talking to some of um, some of my friends or at least uh, people I worked with before is that they they tend to tell me like what a mature relationship is you know a, a relationship where both of you don't fight over trivial stuff. At the end of the day, both of you are tired as hell. You're earning money, you have commitments, you have a lot of things to do. And would you like to come back to a home where you feel being like, you know, you're hostile to, you know? So, I guess in in a sense that you have to find what what are your strengths and weaknesses and you talk about them to your partner and you know that, hey, you know, I, I have this kind of feeling towards this situation. I have this uh, weakness in me and all that. You know, you have, a, you have a conversation with the other person, your significant other, and you work things through together. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not one-sided, lah, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's quite difficult nowadays because I think um, the era now, which is like the, the technological era, yeah. <laughs> where everything becomes a... A point of reference or a point of comparison like for example a very very um, very very obvious example to me is that when you go to YouTube you can see people with 
relationship, they're vlogging and they, they show you what a relationship ideally mm-hmm. is. But in, in general, it doesn't sh- it, it's not like mm-hmm. that. And you go to Instagram, you see all these couples being so happy together. And it's like, I don't know, I don't know whether this is a good reference, but it's like porn, you know, like people think sex is like mm. that. You know, sex is all about the visual and all about this. Yeah. You know, it, it's very trivial. Mm. Same goes to relationship when people start posting all these things. It's like, it's trivial. Mm-hmm. And they don't really show you what's beneath that that surface picture, you know, you know, all the, imagine that, let's just say there's a fight going on and then when you are fighting, fighting and then suddenly at one moment you want to take a picture together and you just fake smile yeah. and fake th- do yeah. things. I'm not saying generally all Instagram posts mm-hmm. is like this but there is a surface and there's something deeper than yeah. that. So a lot of people feel like if I go out with this person, taking pictures with this person, going to uh, romantic dates that is a definition mm. of love then it's very hard to maintain because these are materialistic things yeah. you know Think, materialistic things can go in and out of your life just like that but like having a full-blown conversation being vulnerable being honest being communicative towards each yeah. other that is not materialistic mm. to me because that is something that you have to work together and it's, it can't be bought it can't be posted on Instagram, mm, you know? Yeah. Even words sometimes uh, describing the post is that it's not enough. You know, it's totally not enough. Feelings are much deeper than That's that. That's so true. So, mm. yeah, so these people, like, like there are some people that, that that use this as point of reference or point of comparison. It's, it's quite difficult to have a proper relationship if it's, if that is your foundation. You Very know? true. Yeah, yeah. And I think, uh, you know, it's it's causing like a lot of um, youths and even teenagers to have a very wrong idea about what uh, relationships are all about. And, you know, a lot of them even start feeling depressed because they're like, well, um, I'm single. And, you know, all these people who have um, someone in their lives are so happy. And so, you know, it, even for sing- people who are still single, it makes them forget that they can be happy even when they're single. Because... The media has portrayed it like that, that unless you're in a relationship with someone, then you get all these, you know, fancy dates, expensive gifts, whatnot. But no one really talks about what happens beneath it, you know. No one really tells you about, or no one really posts about how it takes effort to maintain a relationship, stay committed. Mm. So, yeah, Yeah, social media and its advantages. And and also sometimes, like... um... Social media is one thing, but also how you were brought up is another thing. Because I think this this goes a little bit deeper about how a relationship can last. Is that, uh, like I said before, it's like a collectivist culture mm-hmm. when we take people's opinions and, and ideas as um, point of reference as a, uh, again. Mm-hmm. But like what some people were brought up was that, you know, you have to find a car, you have to buy a car, you have to buy a house, you have to be rich, then all the girls will come after you, you know, kind of a, yeah. kind of mentality okay. is that, oh shit, even the generation before me has taught me that, from young, that's taught me that materialistic things is what gets you ultimately, I guess, love, you know, like companionship or partnership. Yeah. And that is totally up to the person how they see it because 
I saw is that I was brought up in a sense like that, but I was able to realize by understanding that these are not the things that I want for myself. These are what my parents want for me, hmm. you know. Not, not, not to say that they are completely wrong for, for doing that, you know, because they have their own understanding of uh, <clears throat> ideas of what love yeah. is. And they're just giving a, a different opinion or a different perspective of it. But then I realized how I cement my, my ideas of what a relationship is even stronger because that is not what I want. Mm-hmm. So in the pursuit of finding out about what love is to, to a person and what marriage is and what a relationship is for a person, it becomes more and more... It, it's uncharted territories, but I would like to explore kind of way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... So again, coming back to the canvas thing, this is exactly what it means. You know, you you don't even in your love life, there should be at least some self awareness when it comes to relationships. Huh? Yeah. Uh, how do you think you dealt with you know being brought up in that kind of a culture where um, your your emphasis was more on materialistic things, but then you figured out for yourself that you don't want that. How did you deal with that, hmm. especially since you're saying it's something that you were brought up with? Yeah, so for me, it was, I, I every ever since I was young, I think when I was in a, a teenager, I always knew that I was a very sensitive person, mm-hmm. like very, like, yeah, sensitive. So I, I was able to realize that these things are not the right way to do it. And being sensitive about it, meaning like, I'm aware and I want someone who is more to loving me for who I am. And I was I was able to, to separate myself from that. How? Uh, one of it also was that I was away from my parents for at least like four years. At least four years because I was in uni. Yeah. Right? So we were spending time together rather than spending time with my family. So... I think that separation, even though I, I go back during the weekends, yeah. yeah? So, uh, even though I do that, I still was able to have my own, own identity because once I got out of my house, my identity is my own and my family does not represent me fully. Mm-hmm. I still have their principles. I still have their, 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 uh, yeah, their, their principles of life, principles of different things, work and all that. But I was able to build myself outside their supervision right right okay yeah so that gave me freedom that gave me freedom that's why i i would emphasize to whoever people whoever that are listen, uh, who are listening who are still living with their parents is there's no shame in that but have a capacity for you to to go out and experience things alone without your parents opinion because that's where you figure out that these things are worth exploring and you finally see like oh okay this is something that works for me mm. although it's not right for my parents but it's right for me that doesn't that doesn't um that doesn't mean that you're disrespecting them it's just that you have your own opinion now you know? yeah yeah totally yeah and imagine like for you you are you were born here you were raised here and this moment came for you when you moved away just for uni right imagine like mm. going to another country in itself not having your mm. you know, your comfort zones are all like out of your reach and you're faced with all these different um, scenarios, situations, people and you're like, what? What am I? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, so how how did you manage though? Because that, that's what you did. You're from Tanzania. You moved all the way to Malaysia. You studied here for, for almost like how many years? Five years ago, yep. right? Five to six years ago. Yeah. yeah, how do you manage? Um, I think initially it was a lot of um, doubts, a lot of questions. You know, I was really fighting with myself. Like, no, this is not what I was taught. No, I'm not supposed to do this. I'm not supposed hmm. to do that. Hmm. But then it was getting really tiring. It was very draining. And I realized, you know what, I really just have to come to terms with it. So I started, um, I think the major difference was that before I came to Malaysia, I was um, following and obeying whatever I was told, be it like from people or, you know, religious uh, centers kind of thing. I never really did my own research. I was just like, yeah, okay, this is how it is. And yeah, I believe it. When I came to Malaysia is when I started realizing that everyone is giving me a different answer and that's not going to work. Like I have to do my own research, come to my own conclusions. Um, so that is when I really started realizing things about myself, about the people around me, about my community, my culture, my religion. And then just like you, you know, I, I started realizing that, okay, I want this and I don't want this. And um mm. Not to like say that I disrespect whatever I was taught, but I think it, every individual comes to a point in their life when they say, okay, um, I'm willing to you know, adjust to this, but not to this. Um, I can mm. change this, but I can't change that. So it was similar for me. I think my first two years, two to three years, that was the battle because obviously people start seeing changes in you and their first response is, oh, you see, she went abroad. That's why she became like that. And I'm like, well, <sighs> duh. Why you expect me to remain the same? <laughs> but I think things changed even more when I went to the UK for exchange because there is where I, like, I do see my Muslim community here, but it was more, it, in the UK, it was more, evident for me you know the people that I interacted with and I was like well their opinions and their mindset is so so different and I would actually agree with them like I was like well this makes so much more sense than what I was uh, brought up with you know not to say that my family values and um, uh, the principles that they brought me up were wrong no um, I don't I don't disagree with that at all it's just my environment uh, that sort of dictated who I was becoming. But really, when I moved out, when I came here, when I went to the UK, and then even being in UK, I started to appreciate so much about Malaysia itself, especially the hmm. heat. Oh my God, I really miss the heat. <laughs> <laughs> you? Oh, oh my God, I can. Yeah, exactly. I also cannot. <laughs> when I was in the UK, I was like, I swear, I swear I will never ever complain about the heat. I just want a bit of sunshine. That's all. But I mean, <laughs> aside from that, it really opened up my mind. And you can see the difference now when I even go back to my home country and I speak up and people are like, oh, my God, you are speaking up like you never used to argue. Mm. And I'm like, mm, yeah, well, things have changed. And you have to be ready for people backlashing at you, saying negative stuff about you, you know, telling you that, well, you made a mistake by going abroad, see how you've become. And to be honest, at this point, it really doesn't affect me because I'm at a point where I'm like, you like it, fair enough. You don't like it, too bad. There's nothing I'm going to do about it. And 
That's yeah, nice. it took a while. It took a while because eventually these are people that you grew up with, the people that you were surrounded with, and now suddenly you know you sort of have to keep that boundary between um, if you like it, you accept it; if you don't, too bad, kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. but honestly, I was mm-hmm. like, nah, it's not worth my time. If you can't accept it, that's too bad. <laughs> so mm. yeah, yeah, you pick and choose your exactly, battles. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And how how do you feel like you know all these experiences that you have you know you went to UK and you came to Malaysia and also back home in Tanzania for a mm. while like how that did that change your idea of marriage in such an era <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god such a booming topic <laughs> <laughs> Um well you see like from where I come from right I should have been married by now with like maybe three kids <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay. yeah so in our culture we get married at a really young age that's what's you know like yes. recommended and stuff but when i chose to do my degree and i came to malaysia um i i thought okay you know after my degree i'll get married so when i went back and then thank god because of my experiences i realized that this is not enough like i can't just stop at the degree mm. and be okay with it they something more that I have to reach out for and I felt like I'm not saying marriage is a barrier or it's a hindrance but I felt at that point that was not my priority because mm, okay. um I feel like a lot of girls when they go into marriage they uh have to sacrifice their dreams their ambitions they are given the choice like you know I want I'll sponsor your masters and all that but really how much can you guarantee that you are moving into a whole different life a different family you have your new commitments responsibilities suddenly it's not about yourself anymore so i was a bit selfish i wanted some more time to myself to pursue my dreams mm. and ambitions and uh, that's why like i said no to marriage at that time i said you know whatever it is i need to at least get my masters and know that i am somewhere up there in my career ladder and mm. people keep saying that oh you know all the good boys are going to be taken and i'm like <laughs> to see about that right i mean just because i choose to wait until my master does not mean all the good guys in the world are going to die or going to be taken <laughs> so i i think like i'm like well people find their love life in like the age of 30 40 what makes you think i'm not like if it's meant for me it will come to me so it was really about it was a battle i won't lie but I I think it really changed my mindset about getting married married at a young age and I don't regret it one bit. Like no matter how much people tell me and they tell me oh you should have at least like to a point people were telling me um rather than concentrating on your education first concentrate on um the kind of guy you're going to marry and then wherever you end up that is where you figure out what masters you can take and I'm like hell no that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start yeah. my masters first and then whoever comes comes you know. Mm. So it it really changed my whole ideology about marriage and when I came to Malaysia especially I realized a lot of people here are inclined towards getting an education first versus mm. back home where the priority is marriage first. So it really boosted yeah. me because I felt like I was all alone in this journey like I was fighting myself and I was fighting my uh, community and I was like you know maybe I'm making the wrong decision I don't know. when i came here i realized you know i i was targeting masters with people like in my circle already targeting a phd and they're like i'm not getting married until i have a phd and i'm like whoa 
So yeah. for me, it was like, no, I'm gonna, you know, make things work for myself first, and then mm-hmm. if a relationship is due, it's due. If it's not, then we'll just take it how it comes. But yeah, mm-hmm. I wasn't willing to sacrifice my ambitions for marriage. Yeah. 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 So, so in a sense, also, you want to seek for your own accomplishments. You want to be successful in your own yeah. way yeah. before settling down and then having. You know, having a re- relationship with someone and also getting married. Because yeah. I, I think at, at the end of it, also that you do not want to regret. Yeah, it. exactly. And also after my degree, I felt like I wasn't really at a point where I uh, understood myself well enough. So if you can't understand mm. yourself, how do you expect to understand the person that you're gonna get married to? You're gonna have a relationship with. It's gonna be so yeah. pointless because at every point you'll be struggling. So with my masters as well, I realized it helps me understand so much about myself, and it just affirms my decision that you know, because I'm able to understand myself better, I had to say no to marriage. And after mm-hmm. this, I'll probably be more than ready. I don't know if I don't change my mind and want to do a PhD. <laughs> but yeah. but you know, like answering the question that I asked you, how does marriage last in such an era? For me, like if I sum up what you said, because it's very similar, I think it boils down to communication. Yeah. If you are able to communicate effectively with your partner or with with whoever you're having a relationship with, things can be so much mm-hmm. easier. And I think um, the thing we expect is just say you know, being a female, I expect my partner to maybe be very affectionate versus if it's if it's a guy he wants you know he's more solution focused so when you come together as a couple there're bound to be different differences but the way you manage and resolve it and you you know set those ground rules kind of thing it really helps build a strong foundation so that you're not at every point facing the same problem over and over again you already have a base of how you're going to go about it yeah, and it's yeah. also and, sorry sorry go ahead No, no, you continue. Sorry. Also, I think it matters that it's a two-way commitment. You know, if you are the only one in the mm. relationship giving it your best and nothing is coming from the other end, I don't see how that's going to work at all. So, I think mm. these two things are the main things I would say that make a marriage last in such an era. Mm. It makes sense also because you know like in in those experiences that you have like for example, a very very clear example from to me is that For you to come all the way to Malaysia from Tanzania is not a is not a freaking car ride from <laughs> from from a place like that to a place like yeah, this, you know. Yeah. So there's so much commitment that that needs to be done, uh, so much mental preparation for you to come all the way here. That itself is shaping your experience, therefore shaping your um <clears throat> your your experience and shaping your way of handling. Um, adversities or even situations, which cement, which comes down to cementing your your ability to to know more about yourself. Exactly. Yeah. You know? yeah. So you you see, I I've heard from you like over our text or so is that you are you are struggling with with your masters, mm. right? Yeah. Like, like no matter what, is is masters is not a uh, not a walk in the park, nope. right? Mm. And for you to go through this alone in um, Malaysia, where your family is not even here, that that. Pushes you to be more independent. Pushes you to be more, uh, realizing a lot more about yourself. And when you go into a marriage, then you realize that these are the ones, the principles that I want to have in my marriage. Yeah. And if the person doesn't like, for example, there are people that go into a relationship not knowing what they mm-hmm. want, 
and somehow depending on their partner to tell them what they exactly. want. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So for you to have all these experiences, all these adversities, all this struggling in your mind, physically and whatnot, mm. it's an experience to know more about yourself, to cement yourself more into the ground and understand what you want and what you need. Yeah. And that is and it's so much easier to be communicated to your partner when you know a lot about yourself. Yeah. You? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So true. Yeah. yeah. And I think even like when I do eventually get end up getting married it's not that i will know myself 100% but it's better mm. than not knowing yourself at all because yeah. once you are in a relationship you will realize certain things about yourself it will still be a it will still be a journey it's not like something that you realize overnight and it stops there it is going to continue but at least mm. you will have come to a point when you when you know how to tackle those kind of situations i think mm. experience is is priceless mm. Mm-hmm. that's very true yeah so I, I think I think the the the, <clears throat> the main point we both I think we both agree on is that have some time to figure out what you mm-hmm. want and figure out what you need for yourself what are the things that you feel like it's lacking and you want to improve yeah. on and to be more to acknowledge all those experiences and also how you deal with those experiences yeah and once you figure things figure those things out it will be it will be slightly easier to go into a relationship and also picking a partner as well you know there are some partners mm-hmm. that is like completely like uh, fuck the world i don't really care what's going on uh, i just take things as it is mm-hmm. so you tend to filter out people like that because you you know what you want you know what kind of partner you want yeah. right yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. very well said yeah. so so this is what I we both think that you know marriage can last in this era. 